mis hermanos y hermanas, a un nuevo episodio de The Line to Mastery. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We are joined today by Brian Bounds. I first met Brian in Fit for Service. He is a Lighthouse member within the program, which essentially means he is a member that has been in the program for at least one trimester before this one that we're currently in. So Brian was hosting a call for a bunch of new members, and that's where we first dropped in. And I found out that evening that we were on the call that he was in Austin, Texas. And happening to live in Austin, we linked up afterwards and we figured out a time to where we could connect the next day for coffee. I went to the coffee shop to meet Brian with the intention of getting a little bit of work done, uh, creating this course around morning routine and rebooting the way that you start your day. And he just happened to also be in a place where he was looking for more structure, more alignment within his days, more stability. And he had just finished a five-week program the last week was all on integration and how they were going to create their life from everything they learned through the program. So him stepping into a space of wanting a better morning routine, we ended up just riffing while we were at the coffee shop on a course that we could make. And we spent a few hours and came up with something super dope that's going to come out later on this month. And yeah, this, uh, this episode was recorded the next day after we made a course. So like it all just happened so quickly. Um, we hopped on that call next day. We made the course next day. We made the podcast and here we are. So a little bit about Brian. He is the founder of breathe balance, which is a company that focuses on creating transformational community and retreats. And in this podcast, we end up going deep on the importance of routine, self-sovereignty, the journey from the head to the heart, surrendering into your deeper knowing. Uh, we also communicate about fit for service, this beautiful term called the house of mirrors and living your truth. He also asked me some questions about highlining and expresses some of his own stoke for hopping on a highline one day and yeah, we, we just discuss a bit of the course too. Um, it's, it's a really beautiful podcast and it was so synchronistic to drop in with him and, and create something like this and it all just happens so quickly. So, um, feeling extra blessed to be in this community of fit for service and everything that is already coming out of it only being three weeks in. Um, we also share our own components for our routines, how discipline and structure leads to freedom. And yeah, we do a deep dive on the course. So as of right now, the course is going to start on January 31st. It's going to be about a week long intensive with community challenges, um, accountability and the opportunity to just really recalibrate and reclaim the start of your day. It's, it's going to be life changing and it's, it's available to a lot of people. So 
I'll be riffing more on that on social media. So stay tuned. I also want to say thank you to all of those that have invested their hard-earned money into me for Fit for Service this past week. Um, yeah, honestly, like your investment is going to go such a long way in who I'm becoming and what I'm creating with my life. And it just means a lot. So thank you, Levi Kearns. Thank you, Ryan DeMarco. Thank you, Chaz Dudley. And thank you, Jeremiah Rodriguez for your investment and donations. Um, this podcast, the creation of this podcast and this course is all because of fit for service. It wouldn't have happened if I wasn't in this program. So seriously, thank you. It's absolutely changing my life. Um, if you want to invest in who I'm becoming and you believe in my mission of redefining the limitations of what human beings believe is possible and creating a lifestyle around this sport that also serves others in their highest, um, or if you just love the podcast, you know, anything helps out a lot. So the GoFundMe link is in the show notes. It's also on my Instagram page. And regardless, I know that your support is felt even just by listening. So thank you for tuning in. And it's my pleasure to introduce you to Brian Bounds. Dude, this is really exciting. Um, for me, the most exciting part about it is that we met on the Fit for Service uh, call that you led mm -hmm. two, day, two days ago. And then yesterday, yeah, yeah, it's insane. But yesterday we sat down at Meteor Coffee and initially what was just going to be like an individual work day just like flowed into a collaborative we made a course mm -hmm. together kind of day yeah. and now we're sitting down for this podcast to talk about the course yeah. and yeah and to riff it's yeah. super cool first and foremost like congrats to you for stepping into like this next step of your journey and joining fit for service um personal congratulations to myself for taking this next step into into what is my calling which is leadership and I'm so glad that you popped on that initial new member call. Um, that was that was my first idea of an offering as a Lighthouse member was to provide a space for new members uh, to just see each other's faces and set an intention. So it was an intention setting call, which is a lot of the work that I do is around intention setting in regards to personal transformation. And when I joined Fit for Service last trimester, there were no new member calls except for like info sessions and I wanted I craved a space where I could just see like who else is new here like, who else is just fresh meat <laughs> so that I don't feel like I'm just a drop in a bucket because it's such a, a, a massive container and that's the beauty of the container is that there are so many powerful personalities and so many interesting people um, and so many directions to take. And it's like, where do I even begin? And you hopped on that call, mentioned that you were in Austin. I'm in Austin at the moment being a nomad. And yeah, we just stopped for coffee. And all of a sudden at the blink of an eye, like two and a half hours had passed and we'd written a program for, uh, recreating uh, your morning routine and like reclaiming this your sovereignty the sovereignty of your day 
And I was inspired the moment you started speaking about it because I'm in the fifth week of my first Breathe Balance transformational program, the last week of it, which is themed implementation, which is the most masculine of the uh, most masculine theme of the program where we're going and actually taking all the lessons learned from the introspection, the intention setting, the alchemy, the alchemization of the retreat, sitting with Wachuma uh, and gaining clarity, then finding a week of integration and taking, realizing what the lessons were and then finally implementing them with structure. And what you were creating was like a, an intensive on the structure and is exactly what my heart was calling for because as somebody that's as fluid as I am, as we spoke about yesterday, I need that. I need that help, uh, that structure it to, to build out my new lifestyle. Uh, I have... I have many strengths, but this is one aspect of my personal transformation journey where it's been really hard for me. And being a leader in the Breathe Balance container, um, which is which is a mastermind very much mirrored from Fit for Service um, for personal development and transformation, it was I found myself like really challenged to to be a leader there because it was something that I'd not grasped which was structure and holding myself accountable and sharing that it was hard for me actually taught me that that is the best way to be a leader, to be vulnerable and to share when it's not going your way. And when I opened up about this lack of structure, the challenges, the challenges that I was facing in building a new morning routine for myself, one of one of my members was actually like, Brian, thank you so much for sharing. Like, it's actually kind of intimidating sometimes when, I, you know, when it seems like you seem like you're perfect. Like, it, it seems like you always have it together. And I said, no, that's not the case. I'm far from it. I'm just as much a student as you are. So I've learned a lot in this program. And I see this opportunity to collaborate as a way of stepping into my power even more. And I'm just so glad for your truth. I'm so glad that you showed up um, to, to share and collaborate and that you were so open to it right off the bat. Because the moment we sat down, it was like, have we done this before? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Soul brother synchronistic <laughs> connection. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so serendipitous how, like, my intention for going to the coffee shop and sitting down and being present with my work was to start to formulate this this course that I was creating for my followers and people that um, are really re, ready to reclaim their mornings and and their lives because oftentimes so many of us are just grabbing for our phones, uh, checking notifications, checking social media, and it sets our brains off in a way to where we're reactionary and we're focused on instant gratification because we get this like large rush of dopamine to start the day and then that's the tone for the rest of your day. And, and I've noticed through learning how to lead myself and that's what I've learned a lot about leadership. It's like, yeah, you're going to be working with people and, and leading people in a way, but you can only lead people as far as you're willing to lead yourself. Um, so 
part of my vehicle for leadership within is is these routines because uh, back in March of 2020, so many things happened to where like all routine and structure that I had was completely thrown to the wayside. Dismantled. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it wasn't until I started to drop in with a therapist that I realized how crucial having structure and routine was for me. Um, And then that became a focus. And then I just started to experiment with these different types of um, things to start my day. And, you know, when we were in quarantine, if some of you were like unemployed or just working from home, like so many of the days felt the same. It was like a groundhog day. Mm -hmm. So that really gives you the opportunity to focus on routine and structure. Um, It's a big part of the mindset piece of 2020. The big lesson of 2020 was, are you going to take this as an opportunity Or are you going to play victim? Are you going to see this as a a chance to grow and a chance to embrace change? Or are you going to sit in your fear that it's not going to go back to normal? And the reality is there is no, no, there is no normal. And 2020 showed us that like nothing is normal. The only thing that we have is our sovereignty as our opportunity to make a decision. Am I going to make the best of this for myself so that I can love more effectively and share more with others. And I'm so, I'm so proud of you for taking that initiative. I'm proud of myself for taking that initiative because it was not easy. Um, and stepping into the tension and stepping into the discomfort of doing something different to see, okay, how can I, how can I realign into a more authentic version of me for me, that was a change of my entire lifestyle. I'm only just getting to the morning routine part because I had to go and figure out, all right, who am I? Who am I? I've been, I've been in loops for years, years and years and years, numbing, going, working late nights, having a lot of fun, but never feeling totally fulfilled, never feeling the sense of vocation. And I always knew it was there. I always knew there was something more to me. What is it? What is that piece of me that I'm missing and where do I find it? And I began by finding stillness and embracing the change and staying in because we had to, we had no idea what was going on. Uh, And then creating awareness. It started with awareness. I needed to figure out, all right, who, who have I been? Who, who have I been for years? And taking inventory and comparing that to my truth. And I couldn't really reflect on what my truth was until I found stillness and I stepped into a community. And I found the house of mirrors where I saw people like-minded that were doing things that inspired me. And I didn't even have my purpose in one word. I couldn't have told you. And since the beginning of September, when I joined Fit for Service, I've distilled my purpose in one word, which is inspiration. And now I have this, this uh, platform of inspiration to go and see, okay, is this, is this action in alignment with inspiring myself, inspiring others? Going out, staying out late? No. Like consistently, no. Um, and I have this that I can go and, and make that judgment call. And 
a big piece of this transformation for me, it, 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 it led to breathe balance and it led to stepping into accountability and holding myself accountable by le- becoming a leader. I knew that if I, if I put a program together, then I, I knew that a part of my, my truth is inspiration. I want to be that leader. Then I have this container that is in alignment with my truth. Okay. I can go and thrive here. And so that's why I knew when I met you, the moment I met you, because you were being authentically you, it's like, this is my brother. This is my brother. And I'm going to open my heart to him immediately because I can sense it because I've created the space to feel that. I've come back to feeling. I've, I've made the journey from the head back to the heart. And I can, I can sense it right off the bat, man. And so I, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to see what, what we create together. Like this first program, we'll start it January 31st, um, an intensive week of morning rituals and collaborating daily uh, and given an accountability. <laughs> yeah. I loved that term. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. Um, you know, and so I've been doing some group coaching um, for about three months now. And so you've also seen the benefits of group coaching too. And just the container that is created when even you have one person being vulnerable and authentic and how that holds space for others to connect with the same. Because honestly, we're just going through the same human palette of experience. Mm-hmm. So what one person might be experiencing in, in some form, another person is having like the same messages mm-hmm. and underlying feelings. Mm-hmm. So, so one person being open allows another person to really connect with the same thing. So glad you say that, especially as a new member in this large container of, of Fit for Service, because... Do you so, actually want to open up about Fit for Service and what that is? Because I don't think... Yeah, so... Yeah, fit, fit for Service is. Yeah, fair enough. Fit for Service is a mastermind. It is a place where many minds come together and create something much greater than the sum of its parts. So 150 folks coming together and acting as mirrors for one another, we're able to see in community, we're able to see so much more about ourselves because we're seeing all of these folks sitting in their truth. So it's really important to me, the point that you made about opening up is that a lot of folks aren't like me. Uh, I, I am a jump in head first kind of person. So the moment that I joined uh, Fit for Service, and to elaborate a little bit more on what Fit for Service is, it's a it's an online community that meets uh, on an annual basis three times with summits where everybody like everybody comes together and we have workshops and m- member led workshops and coached led workshops. Um, a variety of different options. The first summit this year in April of 2021 is in Costa Rica. And so you and I and dozens and dozens of others will gather together and collaborate in Costa Rica and be in community and hold each other and hug each other and (laughs) be without fear and sit in our truth and be vulnerable and open our hearts. Uh, 
and fit for service is so much more than that. Uh, these community groups are so much more than a retreat. They're so much more than the virtual calls, the weekly calls, the men's circle, the women's circle. They're, they're home. Fit for service is home. Breathe balance is home. It's, it's a place that gives people permission to be true, to be themselves. I have always felt like the lone wolf. I've always felt like, um, I mean, my whole life up until 2020, I've always felt like a little out of place and that, and I always took advantage of it. You know, I always loved that part of me and I embraced it, but I was missing the power of being a part of the pride. And I, I realized one of the great lessons that I learned in building Breathe Balance was that when the lion roars, it scares the sheep, mm-hmm. but it summons the pride and all the lions come together. And that's what Fit for Service is. That's what Breathe Balance has been for me. Um, Breathe Balance being a smaller container than Fit for Service, Fit for Service being 150 folks um, and one in one retreat per trimester, um, large retreat. And what I'm building out with Breathe Balance is going to be catered to eight to 15 people, smaller containers, more intimate. So I've stepped into a lighthouse role this trimester, and that is a, a leadership position to basically just do exactly what we're doing. It's like, hey man, like, welcome you're in exactly the right place. You're doing exactly the right thing by being yourself. But let me give you some pointers or answer any questions or point you in the right direction if you have any questions. And so the point that you made was the power of opening up in a group call, for example. A lot of folks hesitate to open up in front of a group, but the point of this container is to not always be speaking, but to be listening because when somebody shares something they're going through, a struggle, a challenge, you have no idea how helpful it is for X amount of people on that call to see that, to witness it and realize, Oh my God, I'm not the only one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. And then that gives that person who wasn't willing to speak up the encouragement to share their own challenges because there might be other people that aren't speaking up that will resonate with their challenge or their success or their business, uh, you know, their business, uh, situation. And so this is the, the essence of the mastermind is that it is meant to be a safe space for you to use your voice. And my biggest like my biggest uh, pro tip at for new members of fit for service is to use your voice to reach out to somebody to make a friend because to activate the abundance the abundant circulation to the the abundant creative power to tap into that infinite source of pure potentiality in order to receive that we must give 
it is like the it is it is our the energetic lifeblood, just like the blood flow in our body. It needs to circulate, and otherwise it coagulates and it clots. So if we keep giving, whether that's a message to a stranger in the group that says, "Hey, I super resonated with what you said," um, or just making an offering, "Hey, I'm gonna, I I'm really uh, I'm really tenured in slacklining. I'm gonna hold a workshop." anybody in Austin want to come like I, I'd love to 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 hold space for you here in giving your gift and then you start to see it come back to you and that's what I experienced as a new member in fit for service and now I'm experiencing it even more as a lighthouse member so that's fit for service yeah yeah <laughs> it's hard to sum it up too I'm like where do I even begin it's such a big concept because it's novel as well I, I mean for me it's novel there are many programs You've got the Tony Robbins, you've got the this, you've got the that. I've never seen anything like this, though. Yeah, no, this container is different from a lot of other coaching containers. And, like, you didn't even mention the course material or the challenges mm -hmm. or, like, the specific coaches or the guests that come to the summits. Like, there's so many aspects that go mm -hmm. into this. Um, and so it can be daunting as, yeah. as you come in. Where do I start? There's so much. Yeah. Yeah, and I had that initially. Um I was just like, oh, well, there's this app and there's a lot of people uh, saying some stuff. And there's a lot of material and I don't really know where to start. And I just felt like what I was what was going to give me the greatest return on the investment was just hopping into as many um, group calls as possible mm -hmm. to see the potency of this container. And I saw that right away with the first group call. Um, it was led by Alex mm -hmm. and there were like 50 people on the call and it ended up being about two hours long to just like see all of these faces mm -hmm. reflecting back at you and to have the opportunity to speak up for like 30 seconds um, just to drop in and hear everyone's voices and to get like the voices heard. And then from there to go into a deeper dive with like specific questions or challenges that people are going through. Um, yeah, it, just that openness Mm -hmm. is is something that's so special and not a lot of people get to cultivate in their lives right now like yeah. this this is such a privilege so i guess um for me a question is how would somebody that doesn't have the opportunity to be in fit for service be able to still get that same openness mm -hmm. throughout their their day-to-day -day? Mm. man i'm collaborating with a wellness center right now and one of my dear friends is a dietitian there, Dana. And when she evaluates her clients, they evaluate their clients based on five components, nutrition, exercise, stress, sleep, and community. And one of the only, I mean, the only component of that evaluation that they don't have tools for to to create accountability and to assist their clients is community. So Breathe Balance is going to be collaborating with these wellness centers, wellness centers just like this, to provide community spaces. Because I don't know, I mean, without, without the guidance of a coach, um, it can feel, you, we can feel stuck. I mean, so many people out there feel stuck. They don't have anywhere to go and open their heart. They probably, a lot of folks probably haven't 
really opened their heart space and created heart resonance ever, ever in years. And we're living in an age of isolation and um, it's being prescribed. Isolation is being prescribed. Stay, keep to yourself. Everybody mm-hmm. stay in. Don't get too close. And so to deliver these group calls, men's circles, women's circles, unity calls, Mindset Monday uh, on a virtual platform, I mean, that is my mission is like, because I don't know how else to, I don't know how else to, I, I guess signing up for a program that like, like ours to, to start to reestablish your, your lifestyle. Um, but there's no replacement for community. There's no, there's nothing like stepping into what I call the house of mirrors it, like to step into this safe container and speak your heart for two or three minutes in a check-in and notate if you want to open up about something after everybody's gone. And then after everyone's gone, the container holds you there. It holds space for you. It's way more valuable than paying for a therapist because therapists often are two, 250 bucks a session. And the value of going and stepping into this sort of space with a dozen people at once, man, now you've got, you've got a mastermind of experience to say, Hey, hey man, I, I actually went through something just like that. Let me tell you how it was, what it was like for me. And maybe you'll gain some insight. Uh, I, I find it to be invaluable. Um, and you know, so my, you know, my biggest recommendation for folks that aren't a part of something like fit for service is to create their own, create their own community. I was so inspired by fit for service that I created my own in breathe balance because I knew that if I created this space where I could go forever and have this container, um, and also fit for service being limited to 150 people, like everybody needs it for sure. Everybody needs it. And so, yeah, that's what I think, man. It's hard. It's hard. Not, it's hard to, um, I'm reading the book tribe. Have you ever read it? No. Um, Sebastian younger, uh, talks about the challenges that, um, veterans face when they come back from war and he uses native American culture as an example for most of the book and describes the power of tribe. And one of the most fascinating examples that he gives is that many, many folks over the course of history would, would go and flee society into Native American culture, tribal culture, but there are no examples of, of folks wanting to come from tribal culture into this culture, this society of independence. Um, because what you find in tribal culture is the feeling of being held, the feeling of I'm not in this by myself. And I think I find it fascinating that the you know the American dream is centered around independence and in, in doing it yourself, um, and I think that's problematic 
because we've lost sense of tribe. We've lost sense of the power of community. And we've forgotten as a society what it feels like to to be able to lean on each other. And you see it now. Everybody, Everybody's forgetting to band together. And we're just like kind of passively waiting to see what happens. And yeah, for sure. And it's not being encouraged. And I think that's a really cool thing to hone in on is like with tribe, if one individual is experiencing pain, um, then the whole tribe experiences that pain with that person. Mm-hmm. And then that person doesn't feel so alone. Whereas what we ex- experience in culture and society today, especially in the States, is like when you experience pain, you're oftentimes going it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're not in a place where you're open and you can like communicate with a community mm-hmm. if you have one or a therapist if you have one. And even then, like that's kind of an exclusive thing, mm-hmm. um, especially when uh, there's just such a high barrier to entry. Not everybody's going to be able to afford a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some people have like one or two really strong, supportive people in their lives. Um, and then a lot of people just don't have any. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of hurt people around them. Mm-hmm. And, and more hurt people tend to breed other hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um, hurt people hurt people. Exactly. Healed people heal people. Yeah, there we go. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, maybe that was Justin Wren that said that. I can't remember. I didn't make it up. It's but spot I've, on though. I've heard it before yeah. and it's the truth is is the most important work that we can do is to heal ourselves mm-hmm. and to to do our work. It's like we're in relationship, love and relationship. The, the point of a of a relationship container an intimate relationship is not to heal each other. It is to hold each other through each other's healing work and a lot of I find that a lot of challenges couples face is that they're trying to fix each other and that should not be the intention the intention should be to hold your loved one no matter what through their work because we can't expect to we can't expect to to fix everybody around us. We can only be responsible for ourselves. Um, you know, it's a different, if you're a parent, that's a different story. Uh, I'm not a parent. I can't speak on that, uh, particularly, but I know that in relationship, I can't, I, I will not, I will not be with somebody that is not actively participating in their healing journey. That is a, that is a non-negotiable for me. It, and I've learned so much about myself in these last few years, especially in this last six months about like who, who I want to attract and I'm going to attract, I'm only going to attract like what I put out and what I'm putting out now is, is self love. And so I find that the friends that I meet, the, the, everybody that I meet, I, I've become a, I've become a magnet for those which are aligned with my truth. And it's such a beautiful life we live when you live like that. What a beautiful journey. Like, yeah, I just can't, I can't say it enough. And I feel so much excitement for my life, uh, more than I've ever felt 
these last few months um, than any time in my life prior to that because now I'm in my truth. Now I'm being true to myself. I'm speaking my truth and it's attracting folks that are in alignment with my truth. Whereas before I was hiding in the cocktail bar, I was hiding, you know, I was hiding behind all kinds of things, uh, you name it. Um, and it was attracting folks that were also hiding, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. And when we step into these containers and we invest in ourselves, we have flipped a switch. We have activated uh, a new pattern. And that's what you've done just by stepping foot into this container. Here we are. I mean, Dave, this is the second day that we've known each other. Yeah, for sure. Like we're two, I'm two weeks into fit for service and I didn't expect to um, be already creating business and courses with others. I was like, oh, this, you know, may happen like a few months down the line after we all get to know each other. But no, here we are. Yeah. Caitlin on a call uh, prior to Sedona last trimester, she said, as much as you're willing to step into the universe will reciprocate. And since then, I have quit expectations. I quit. I do not create expectations anymore because expectations are limits. Because if we think that we can write our story better than source by putting expectations around our endeavors, like this five-week program I just did, I, I practiced what I was preaching, which was intention. The, the, the course was around the new year and building intention and how to cultivate intention. And I intentionally put no expectations. I just, I just was a conduit for the structure of the program. And any time that I felt that I needed to, I felt called to make an adjustment or put a, put a system in place, that was because I was being open-hearted. And what ended up becoming of this program was remarkable remarkable healing every single member went through deep transformation like i say that confidently and it, it was it changed me it changed my entire perspective on my capabilities i like through this experience have become the creator of the universe my universe for sure um because i've been humbled by source <laughs> i've been i've realized that you know, that source works through me and that that is our creative power when we come into this world is, is to create our reality. And that is only done by surrendering expectations uh, and uncapping the, that, that, that field of pure potentiality and letting that run through us. And now I feel like anything that I say will come to fruition. And I cannot wait for the rest of this year because I've got some I've got some big dreams, man. <laughs> yeah. And this is a great example of that already coming to fruition. Yeah, for sure. I, at some point, I would like to share with you my 2021 manifesto because it's also really, really big. Ooh, powerful. a manifesto. Yeah. You're speaking my language, yeah, dude. Yeah, so, so what That's I ended up... a writing workshop waiting to happen. Yeah, what I ended up doing... Um, yeah, so it was actually on New Year's uh, Eve. I had a few people get together... We wrote out 25 things that we wanted to accomplish in 2021. And then we narrowed those down to five things, like the priorities. 
And then from there, we wrote a manifesto um, dated December 20 or December 31st, 2021. Having written those five things as if we've already accomplished them. Mm -hmm. So like we're in the present moment, having finished those things. Mm -hmm. And then you can reflect on that manifesto over the course of the year. And I've been checking in with it every single morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You say that we're, we're here in Lisa Jenner's house in Austin, Texas. And like so grateful that we got to host the retreat. The center point of the the transformational New Year's retreat was here. And in that upstairs space right there on New Year's Eve, I led a writing workshop where it was a pre-dispacho. So I I guided everybody through writing down all of their pain, all of their pain points, all of their challenges of 2020. Um, in, in like just being very, very open and heartfelt about their pain and whatever it is that they've experienced that they were ready to let go of. Then on the back of that page, I I led them through forgiveness practice. Every sentence started with, I forgive, whether it was myself or others or anybody involved, it was, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. And then uh, the next component of the writing was gratitude list, writing what we were thankful for. And then finally, a letter to ourselves from the perspective of ourselves on December 31st, 2021. Thank you. Saying how proud we were and how we accomplished all of our dreams of 2021. And then we took the pain and forgiveness note and burned it in despacho in the fire and sent those prayers. Um, it's a very similar practice because that is the that is the holding future holding gratitude for the future outcome as if it's already happened and beginning to pull that reality in. Uh, so really, really cool and very effective writing workshop. I love the manifesto. That's just a, it's a nuance. Uh, it's a, a variation on the similar writing workshop that I did. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And when you can like really put a lot of emotion and feeling into it um, so that you just like, you have all that passion and all that conscious high vibrational energy within this manifesto or um, this, this writing workshop that you do, it just, it supercharges what you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you surrender into the unknown and you continue to lean into what you're creating, you're just naturally going to take the inspired action that's mm-hmm. going to lead you to what you're mm-hmm. seeking. And then also at the same time, what you, what you're seeking is also seeking you, mm-hmm. which I think is really important for people to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's creating awareness. Uh, I love, I love the idea that luck doesn't exist luck it, luckiness is a feeling that we get when we're aware of synchronicities that were there all along so the more we build awareness the more ready we are to see the signs that are always there what that means is we create we create our own luck it's not a chance there's no it's not it's not by chance it's a practice so the more we practice awareness that's why our meditation is so important and that's why tuning into our dreams and like writing these things down on paper 
and saying them out loud and using our voice is calling awareness into these dreams and pulling uh, the things that are looking for us in it, it's because these, these opportunities, they'll hear us. And, um, and that's how we, that's how we create. That's the power of our creation is by simply being aware. It's like the, the analogy I use in all the time in breath work is that the diaphragm works inversely to any other muscle in your body. The more you surrender, the more you let go, the more the diaphragm is able to expand. Whereas muscles contract, the diaphragm functions in expansion so that it pulls air in. The more we relax the diaphragm, the more you're able to take in. The more you surrender, the more you bring in. And I think it's an important lesson for all of us in our not only our breath work and our yoga practice, but in our life. So the more that we are able to surrender and let go of expectations, the more that we're going to actually see come our way and the more easily it's going to feel like that we're able to build our dreams. Yeah. I I just needed to take that in for a second. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth dog. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I feel for me personally, there's been so many moments where like, I'm just, I feel very tight and like wanting to hold on and control what I'm creating yet that creates this state of neediness and actually repulses what I'm creating. Mm -hmm. Um, So learning to release that and just surrender into whatever is meant to be shall be Mm -hmm. um, has been a good practice for me the past year and something that I'm continually leaning into. Mm -hmm. It's it's self-referral versus object referral. Deepak Chopra talks about this in the seven spiritual laws of success uh, in regards to the field of pure potentiality. Object referral is when our reference in navigating the world comes from outside of us. So that means I am in a reactionary state because everything that I do is in anticipation of a response. And so I'm always reacting in anticipation of a response. So thereby It is fear-based, whereas self-referral is the understanding that we are a a source of infinite pure potentiality and that I need not chase anything. I I need not be reactionary if I'm coming from that, that, if I'm coming from that place of pure potentiality then I'm not fear-based because I understand that anything that I do, any of my endeavors are on their way to me. And all I need to do is simply catch them. So back to a full circle, our program that begins January 31st is practicing being in self-referral. It's practicing starting your day in stillness and referring to the self first rather than waking up looking at all of my notifications, look at everybody that's talking to me today. And then you put your phone down and you're like, wait, are they still talking to me? Wait, are they still talking to me? (laughs) Or you've got a fucking list of emails that you got to respond to. And all of a sudden you're starting your entire energetic momentum of the day, chasing, 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 rather than receiving, receiving, receiving. And there's so many tools. Uh, you mentioned that, that, that tension, that close heartedness. There's so many tools that we have to open the heart. 
whether it's your yoga practice, whether it's grounding, walking barefoot, you know, it, you know, walking barefoot outside, um, but finding that connection that, that brings us back to source, that brings us back, back to self-referral. And what we're going to do is we're going to show people their pure potentiality. <laughs> we're going to show people that it's all, it's within them. It is all within them already. And it's just a matter of accepting it. I feel like a lot of folks have trouble receiving. It's a big, one of the biggest themes of my uh, New Year's retreat and this whole five-week program has been a lot of folks, they do, 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 and have trouble like sitting in stillness and receiving the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something I've personally struggled with. Um, one of my greatest challenges is, is, is receiving and paying myself, um, making sure that I'm creating a balanced energy exchange in my endeavors. I want to provide so much value, but I can't forget that I've got to make sure to take care of myself and pay myself receive in order to give. And that's the the second law of, of success uh, according to Deepak Chopra is the law of giving and receiving is that it's a circuit and it, and it has to be complete. Otherwise there's an energetic block. And that is in regards to money, which is a symbol of energy. It's in regards to our energy body is that we have to be allowing ourselves to receive too. We can't forget to take that time, take that moment of stillness in the morning to receive so that we can go out and, and give our truth for sure. Um, and to, to be in that state of I'm able to respond appropriately rather than I'm always having to react, react, react and chase an outcome. Yeah. Something that I've really picked up on, um, from just like people that I've been talking to, especially a lot lately is that they're so comfortable giving to others and like constantly, like you said, doing, um, for others yet when they will apply it to themselves, it's so uncomfortable. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just not natural for them to like actually take that pause and give to themselves Mm -hmm. or receive. Um, and, and I feel like going into this course that we're creating, that's what the morning routine is all about is to take that first hours, two hours in your day to not look outside yourself for, for validation, but instead to tune into yourself and align who you want to be to start the day through Mm -hmm. various practices, as well as taking care of the basic necessities that fuels the animal, because we really are animals first and then humans second. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and some of these ways in which we can cater to the animal is through just getting some, some sunlight to start the day to really kickstart our circadian rhythm. Um, hydration, we lose, I think, like 2 to 3% of our, our water in, in our sleeping. And even just like 2% off of, mm-hmm. of water within our system can create lack of energy, um, feelings of emotion or yeah, just being cute, more emotional water and, <laughs> <laughs> um, depression as well. Uh, there's a whole slew of things that arise when you're dehydrated. Um, that brings up something for me. Um, yeah, yeah, there it's, 
yeah, animal first and taking care of our, our, our temple, our the sacred container of ours. But also begs the question, who, who is a program like this for? It's for folks that, it's for folks that have distilled their purpose, but they don't know what to do with it or, or how to execute it. Like myself, I've distilled my purpose and I've began, I've begun building my dreams and it's working. But I know that I'm not being as effective as I could because I don't have the routines in place. And, uh, and so the, the challenges that come up in regards to what we were talking about is worthiness. And some of the, some of the wounding that could come up around receiving and, and allowing ourselves to have a program like this, allowing ourselves to, to redefine our patterning is taking a look inward and asking the question, do I feel worthy? Do I feel worthy of this success? Uh, I found that a lot of the wounding that was moved through in this Breathe Balance program was around worthiness uh, because worthiness ties very closely to scarcity. Is, is Am I worthy of, of giving myself this time because what if there's not enough to go around? I would need to make sure that I provide for my, my kid, you know, then if, if, if I'm not giving to myself as a parent, for example, if I'm not giving to myself this morning routine because I need to make sure that I provide for my kid, that is in the mindset of there's not enough to go around. I need to make sure that they're provided for first, but that's incorrect. Incorrect. There is a, there is an, a source of infinite, uh, energy waiting to be tapped into. And it's a matter of discipline and that necessitates a little bit of structure and we can take creative freedom in building that structure. It doesn't have to be wake up at 7am every single day and 30 minutes of meditation and 30 minutes of journaling and 30 minutes of this and 30 minutes of that. No, like the way that we're building this thing out is pick your, pick your own, build your own. You know, we'll provide a dozen at least challenges to move through over the course of the week and collaborate on in this mastermind setting for folks to go and share about like in our group calls. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're creating is um, like six challenges per day with the intention of like choose your own adventure. Each one is catered towards. Well, yeah. So there's the concept of the category of mind, body, and spirit, and then two challenges for each. And then you choose which one you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get to the point where you're, you're trying these different challenges and seeing what works for you. And then by the end of the program, you've run so many experiments mm-hmm. that you get to just implement this into the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and for clarity, that is, you know, six options per day as we move through, in choosing three. And so that's choosing one from mind, one from body, one from soul or spirit and having three challenges that are reasonable, that will help us discover, not only discover ourselves, um, but discover like the, you know, a lot about the world around us that we, maybe a lot of us don't realize is just sitting there waiting to be tapped into, um, from, 
cold, you know, cold plunge to changing your nutrition up or, uh, you know, going and putting your feet on the ground. Um, so I'm really excited to, to dig into that and share this medicine with folks. It's exactly what I need right now. It's exactly, I know that so many folks need this structure as well in order to take back the, like we talked about, take back sovereignty of their lives and run their day, um, run their week in a way that caters to them and caters to their needs rather than saying like, Hey, you have to do it this way. It's like, no, I want you to take creative freedom because you're a unique individual. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing. Like so many of us need this. Um, and, and we don't understand until we start to run the experiment of the routine, how important it is and how it changes the levels of our energy. Like I posted a story just in regards to feeling out interest for a course like this. And I think an eighth of my followers looked at it and like at least 30 of them said yes to wanting something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean like the numbers speak for themselves, man, like people are, really looking for a way to restructure their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason why it jumped out at me so strongly yesterday was because I've just capped off this five week program and this program, the intention of this program was to discover yourself, to discover any pain that we were holding on to and to and take that pain and with intention alchemize it into fuel to move into a higher alignment of our truth and define our purpose and i think it's really important that folks know coming into a, an intensive week like this is that it's really important to to have an idea of what your purpose is because if you haven't grasped what your purpose is and what it is we're building structure towards, then maybe it's not the program for you. Like maybe the, maybe you start with the transformational program that says, Hey, maybe I need to take a look at what my patterns are that are keeping me from understanding what my, what even my purpose is. Like I understand after a moment of meeting you, what your purpose is, you said it with such clarity Every pro everything that you're doing with your slacklining project and redefining performing art uh, in regards to music and taking this sport into a, an artistic space and moving it throughout the world in these beautiful places. Some of the photos you showed me blew my mind, dude. Blew my mind. So, so cool. And you knew right off the bat what my purpose was. Like all I'm talking about right now is this program. Obviously I've mentioned it a fucking For dozen sure. times, sure. like in just in this podcast, but like it's, it is so inspirational to me what you're doing. It's so inspirational to what I'm doing and folks like us can really use that structure to go and level up our intention, our purpose. So anybody that's out there that has this dream that has this, uh, this knowing, this sense of knowing I've got something to share and I'm ready to share it, but I just, I just need accountability. I just need a hand. That's who this is for. Yeah. That's who this is for. And everybody else that is still working towards figuring out to distilling what their purpose is and what they have to offer. 
talk to us, man. Talk to us. That's the kind of conversation I love to have with people. I want to invite people. I want to invite everybody to, to strike up a conversation with, with you, with me, with the community we're in and like that we're beginning to discover their purpose and like feel inspired. Like everybody has this power sitting within them waiting. And one of my greatest, one of my greatest inspirations is to show people that to be a mirror for everybody, to show everyone that they have just as much purpose as you and me and can find that energy that fuels them. It was such a beautiful conversation. We started out with yesterday talking about how I can be in the gym, working my body, going through each rep, knowing that this training is not about a six pack. It is about achieving my dream of redefining performance art and slacklining, et cetera. And like you said it with such clarity. I was like, man, these got, this dude is centered. He's centered in his purpose. He's seated in his purpose and he's seizing the sword. And that's a reference. I mean, another you know, friend of mine, Paul, and you'll, you'll meet him and he'll work with us in this intensive. Um, he's a dear, dear friend that I met in Fit for Service and is in this, uh, this trimester as well. He's starting a podcast called Seizing the Sword and is literally a reflection of him stepping into his power and seizing the sword. And it's such a beautiful um, piece. And he's helped, he's the one that has uh, aided the uh, workshop that I'm doing with Breathe Balance this week in the implementation week about morning rituals. And a big part of why I feel so inspired to do an entire week intensive on this, this structured work is because seizing the sword uh, the, is the, the line to mastery, yeah, right? Sure. You know, it's like these all these podcasts and seizing the sword, the line to mastery, it, it is about it is about seeing and understanding, feeling our pure potentiality and knowing that, okay, I'm ready to take that next step. Let's fucking go. Let's do this. Yeah. And we don't have to do it by ourselves. And like, honestly, I always come back to this quote, but like, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And even then when you're going fast, you can only go so far. Yeah. Um, Love. And yeah, there's so much, there's so much there. Um, but like really the morning routine and like honing that in is seizing your sword every single day and, mm -hmm. and claiming your sword. And I don't want to discourage people that feel like they don't have the full scope of what their purpose is, because I feel like even for us, we're still continually refining that every mm -hmm. single day. And that's something that we're going to focus on within like the first day and doing like this introspective work mm -hmm. um, is... Mm -hmm just getting super clear about what that purpose is. You're right. You're 100% right. Yeah. This, this is a space for everybody and entering a space like this is like stepping into a fit for service. You're stepping into the house of mirrors. You're going to be a great place to go and gather inspiration. And my, my point is 100% that building structure, authentic structure into your life will lead you to your purpose. Absolutely. And this, this is going to be really helpful for anybody. Yeah. It seems counterintuitive, but actually building this like conscious structure leads to freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, it leads to creative flow coming your way. Mm -hmm. Um, and something super cool that we're going to be doing in this is 
we're, we're creating the container for the first few days to be focused on the feminine and then the alchemization and then the masculine. So we're going from flow and surrender into like building and creating mm -hmm. from what, what we take in. I loved collaborating with you yesterday. Here are our notes. Uh, and it's just a scramble, uh, but it's all makes sense. We, we spit this all out in a matter of a couple of hours. And what was really cool was to bring this, this component in the five, the five weeks of the breathe balance program were introspection, intention, alchemization, integration, and implementation from feminine in the feeling of introspection and intention setting in the flow, like you said, alchemizing in the middle of the week of our week long, um, and then moving into the lessons learned and implementing all of those lessons with structure into the masculine. And I found it to be so successful for all of my retreat go goers, all of my members. Uh, and it's a really beautiful model to use for, for this week long intensive. It's going to be really great, man. It's going to be medicine for many. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super excited uh, because this was something that initially when I just went to the coffee shop to start riffing on, on this workshop, I thought, you know, I would rise to the occasion, be able to pull this off on my own. And now, like, I'm so glad I don't have to just do this by myself because I feel like in regards to, to this, we we work so well together, mm -hmm. you know, even just a few hours of riffing and um, getting downloads as to what this course is going to be and how it's going to move people through mm -hmm. the feminine into the masculine and hone in what people can, can create for themselves in the morning. Yeah. It, it's going to be potent. Mm -hmm. And it felt even potent just sitting with you yesterday and very synchronistic. I mean, like you, the program and, and the company of breathe balance, like that slacklining within itself. Yeah. <laughs> breathe balance. yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. Um, the line to mastery, breathe balance, the line to mastery. <laughs> it's I'm, so good. I know it's so good. We've, we've done a really great job at, um, the added poetry of yeah. collaboration. It's so powerful. And, my vision for Breathe Balance is to is 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 that it is a platform for collaboration for folks like you who have these fucking awesome intentions that are stepping into this space that could use collaborative energy to bring these ideas to fruition more quickly. So my aim for Breathe Balance is to invite folks like you to come and collaborate and come and leverage this space of creators that are dishing out their medicine and bring that shit to fruition more quickly. And I'm looking forward to our collaborative retreat. That's what's, that's what I, I believe is on the docket next. Yeah. I, I think we should do a men's retreat. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm so for it. <laughs> I'm so for it. And like what gets me really excited about potential retreats and like hosting workshops is Slacklining, like having slacklining being a part of the mix because mm -hmm. of how much transformation this sport has brought me. Mm -hmm. And I know like it holds the space for so many other people. Um, mm -hmm. It's just 
not everybody has access to it or they just don't understand mm. what it is because it's still such a early um an early sport like i think about the numbers of people that have highline and like really on the generous side it's a hundred thousand out of seven and a half billion people so it's mm. fucking nothing dude wow yeah um, <laughs> uh, just the experience thinking about your photos too like, it's wow. going to explode and um yeah i just like i love this sport so much and i know how powerful it is and what it can do for people that feel like they don't have tools and they don't have purpose mm. and i'm envisioning yeah i'm envisioning a costa rica preface to the fit for service summit there's got to be some spot yeah in costa rica yeah for sure i'm i'm definitely going to bring some lines down to costa rica and and talk to some of the organizers about hosting a workshop specifically for slacklining and like bringing those lines down with the intention of like them not coming back with me, whether like one is left in Costa Rica for the people that are in mm -hmm. Costa Rica or like fit for service members end up um, taking those lines, like whatever. But mm -hmm. like the lines that I bring down with me are not for me. Yeah. They're for the expansion of the sport. Man, I love, I love your sense of, your your sense of abundance man like you're seated in this abundant mindset that you know you are armed to give this medicine and you're ready to give and dish it out and you're so excited to to share the message of this and i want to i want to help you man like i'm so excited to learn i'm so excited to to sit in on these sessions and go on a highline myself it'll be a life-changing experience for sure yeah. Yeah. What is that feeling? What is that feeling in the middle of that line hanging hundreds of feet above, you know, above the surface? What is that like, man? What do you feel like it would feel like? Put yourself there. Sovereignty. I am free. I'm free. I'm free. Fearlessness, pure potentiality. Mm -hmm. I can accomplish anything. I put myself here. Nothing can stop me from my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. When you start to dance in the sky, you realize the sky is actually not the limit. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. I can't wait for that, man. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's special. It's super special. So just like the cold shower, you put yourself in this form of stress, right? And by having this tool for voluntary stress and discomfort, it allows you to be better adept and skilled for when more fear and more discomfort comes your way. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with the slack line, especially the high line. Being able to dance with fear, you understand the voice of fear when it comes up. Mm. And then you're not so afraid when more fear comes, even if you're not on a high line, mm. because you've learned what it sounds like. And you know that through this practice of highlining, it's okay. Mm. You're fucking good. Even if you're feeling fear, mm. you're still good. Mm. One and of the biggest lessons for all, all of the members of 
this five-week program has been to love fear. In fact, I've got one member in particular, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. She made, she began our journey. We were distilling what our one word intention would be uh, going into the new year. And she began to realize very quickly that, that her fears were her compass that, you know, the lesson of the golden shadow, like her shadows, all of her shadow aspects were, were her gifts and all of the struggles, all the challenges that she faced in, in life were pointing to what she needed to look at and sit with. So it's counterintuitive, right? So like, Oh, I don't want to feel this. Oh, I don't want to feel this but truly sitting and sitting with that fear and feeling your way through it is the alchemization. That is our magic power. And to go and sit in a cold shower or to go and do the high line is choosing our suffering. It's, it's choosing our suffering because here on earth, like suffering is inevitable. That's just a part of the gig. Um, it's a part of duality. It's like in order to feel joy, we need to understand what what pain is, and and they go hand in hand. Uh, that's the dance. That is the balance. And so to participate in our fear and to love our fear uh, is the key. And so she made her original one word intention fear because she decided that she was going to sit with fear, and that was so inspiring to me. The moment that she said that that she, because it showed me like, wow, this is working. Like this program, which I basically copied my own experience of personal transformation and in hopes to share that medicine with others, like right off the bat, I, I realized, wow, this is working. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she wants to sit with her fear now and she wants to face that and, 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 and become the magician and alchemize that shit. And so I just love, I love the poetry in it all. And that is, that is the mission of breathe balance. That is the mission of the line to mastery. And they obviously go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's why we're here. And that's why we were put together to create and to all of our fit for service homies, especially those new members. I want to encourage all of them to reach out to somebody reach out to somebody that sticks out. Even if you're not the type of, especially if you're not the type of person to just message a stranger, hop on one of these calls, reach out to somebody you don't know and put yourself out there. Cause you have no idea the power For of sure. using your voice. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm grateful for my gifts. And you know, one of my great gifts is jumping ahead first and, and, it's a part of my, um, it's a part of my like healed external validation was being the baby of five children. I always made my voice loud. And so it was a gift. It was the golden shadow of, of being of that external validation piece that I've, that I've since faced and healed from, uh, was that one of the gifts that came with that being the baby of the family was that I learned how to put myself out there early. Not everybody's like that. So 
but it is such an important component of stepping into a container like this, especially a large container that can be daunting on a new app with so many people and all these posts. But, um, uh, you know, since we began the discussion regards to fit for service, I just wanted to throw that out there. It's like making sure that a lot of these folks that hear this, um, if, you know, if anybody from fit for service is listening to, to go and put themselves out there, use your voice and anybody that's not, Still go use your voice. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and connect, you know. Um, and I guess that's the answer to your question earlier. It's like, what if you don't have the, the what if you're not blessed to be in a container like this? Well, I guess write down what your pain is and go and share it on social media. For sure. And somebody somebody will connect with that. Yeah. And so something that I've been doing um, to connect more with people is I've been like going through my followers on Instagram. I have 2,700 followers. And I've just been like shooting messages out to people that I feel called to connect with and dropping it on one-on-one calls. Mm. And I think like at this point, I've probably had, fuck man, like at least 25 calls, like powerful one-on-one calls with people that follow me and also people within fit for service. I think like I've already dropped in with like eight people from fit for service. Mm. Um, probably about half that are new people from fit for service. And then also uh, the other half um, like lighthouse members or those that have already been in fit for service beforehand. Mm. Um, And that's been super potent for me as well. Like just to have that mirror, that reflection of someone that is like really going after what they want to do and, and to be like, okay, cool. I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. I, um, I tend to make powerful decisions swiftly. And like, if I know that it's going to bring me a lot of good, even if there's like a little bit of fear, I'm like, fuck, let's do it. Like I'm all in. Like, so I went for that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, for yeah. example, with fit for service, like, um, Claire accepted my application and I didn't have the funds to make it happen except for like the $500 to reserve my seat. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a place where I'm doing crowdfunding as well as reaching out to like local businesses to gain sponsorship, to make this opportunity happen for me. And it's calling me up to a new level of the professional and mm-hmm. as a way to show up. And I'm saying this all because you don't have to have everything figured out. If anything, it's better off that you don't know how you're going to make it happen, but by diving in and giving it your all um, and leaning into whatever resistance may come up is going to create what you want. Yeah, back to our our story on expectations. It's actually advantageous that we don't know how it's gonna work out because we're opening our hearts to what ever new opportunities are going to come our way to make it happen, which could be, you know, the next connection, the next collaboration that changes the game for us. And we wouldn't have gotten there if we needed to know how it was going to turn out. If we needed to know how it was going to turn out, we probably would have fled the opportunity in the first place because, Oh, I don't have 15 grand, you know, for the year to drop on this personal development work or whatever. And so back to surrender, surrender, and and accept surrender and receive whatever needs to come your way that's the abundant mindset is that i don't have to chase because it's all on its way if i go and get busy chasing 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 then i'm gonna miss what was coming my way all along 
it's a big been a big part of my personal journey is reprogramming that scarcity mindset and I'm there now and it's changed my life and now I see the I'm beginning to see not only see the opportunities that are coming my way on a daily basis but I can actually see into the future like I can see what's coming well I can see what's coming my way a couple months out right now Mm -hmm. and it's been very enlightening for me and it's given me a lot of comfort and um and reassurance that the surrender is the way that not knowing is the way this is this is the way and the more i let go of needing to know the more i'm able to receive as i move through my journey um, and again that kind of ties into our giving and receiving piece is that like i'm i'm learning to receive like I, by practice um, by allowing, uh, I'm not practicing receiving if I'm trying to know how it's going to turn out. If I'm trying to control, control, control the outcome, that is a place of scarcity. That's coming. That is a fear, fear-based object referral mindset. I'm not coming from a place of truth. I'm not coming from a place of pure potentiality. I'm coming from a place from scarcity, finite resources. There's not enough to go around, so I need to make it work. Completely different than this This universe is going to provide. I trust. I surrender. I need not control. I just need to catch it as it comes and receive. And really just driving home the power of our morning routine practice. Because, man, as I've implemented my new morning routine yesterday and today, I was burnt, burnt, burnt from... The five-week program, the, the, the retreat uh, that was two weeks ago. I, just, sure. I was just toast. And I and it wasn't until we got to this week five where I started talking about and needing to exemplify routine and structure uh, as an as a, as a example of sustainability. I was not being sustainable myself. And I was like, fuck, I've got to jump into a routine. I've really got to come back to center. And I shared my pain. And I jumped into our uh, Breathe Balance morning ritual call, which was the day before I met you, poetically enough. And I, I wrote my new routine. And I've stuck by it yesterday and today. And look what's happened. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Here we are. It's hilarious, man. Yeah. So maybe as we're starting to wrap up this podcast, uh, maybe we can share what the components are of our own individual morning routines. You first. Um, okay. So the order isn't always the same, but the components are always the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I will connect with the divine in some way. Um, I have an altar that's super powerful, a lot of intentional pieces that I've put into place that really, um, yeah, it just reminds me of who I'm becoming and how I choose to show up. Um, so I'll, I'll connect with that. Uh, lately I've, as I've been doing like prayer and intention setting and gratitude, I've been lighting sage or Palo Santo in conjunction with that. I'll do some breath work. Um, I'll do some form of movement, get some sunshine, drink some water. I always have water set up for me the night before. And I think that's also something that should be honed in on. Like oftentimes our morning starts the night before. Always. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to win the next day, you have to win the night. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's something that we'll also drop into over the course of this program. Um, and then I'll read, even if it's just like a few pages so that I can open up my mind to greater ideas. Mm -hmm. And then I will journal a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing all this with my phone on airplane mode. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I want to do a meditation on my phone, I'll have it set up on download or, um, yeah, it's already set up for offline usage. Yeah. It's been downloaded. Same thing with like a yoga video. Yeah. If need be. Yeah. Like if I'm going off on my phone and I don't want to just flow, it's already downloaded and set up yeah. for me to go. And oftentimes I'll go to my phone the night before and before I put it on airplane mode, I'll just set up the apps that I want to use. Mm -hmm. when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes, even then, I try to stay off my phone as much as possible for the first hour to two hours of the day, even if it's on airplane mode. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Um, a few points there, and and I'll just mirror because I, I, I love that. And I love that you said that there there's no, like, absolute order, but it's rather just things to check off. And that that offers flexibility to folks like myself who are more nomadic and I don't have a home at the moment. And so in regards to alter work, well, first of all, you, you mentioned, you mentioned components that, that reflect mind, body, and soul. And, and that is the aim to take the comprehensive approach from the mind, body, soul, uh, perspective in our routines so that we are bringing, we are breathing balance into our day from the get-go. So for me, there, there, are, there are exactly, like there are very, very similar components um, in similar order. I don't have an altar, uh, but my response to that is that Mother Earth Pachamama is my altar. And so finding that space of stillness in, in using my tools. Uh, you mentioned the, the Sage and Palo Santo uh, and just a little bit on the Sage and Palo Santo to be specific, Sage being for clearing the space, Palo Santo being for connection. And so when we're, we, we use the Sage to clear the room and then we use Palo Santo to aid in the connection to, to source and to those around us if we're, if we're meditating with others. And uh, these are such important tools for, for my personal practice as well. Um, so mirroring the no phone in the beginning of the day, I, I, I've got my phone off. Most of the time I have my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> but uh, to not look at a text message or any sort of notification for the first hour to 90 minutes, maybe two hours of my day, game changing, game changing. And that will be a non-negotiable in, uh, in our program that will, will encourage everybody to carve out that time without external or object ref referral, right? Yeah, it, it's the most important piece. And yeah. like, I think airplane mode is super important because then you just don't know what you got overnight. Yeah. Whereas like, if it's on do not disturb, but not on airplane mode, then there's still the opportunity. Let's say you use your phone as an alarm and then you go to turn the alarm off. Like, yeah, you're yeah. more than likely once the alarm's off to at least see yeah. who, who sent you some messages. Yeah. And then you still have like that rush of dopamine yeah. that comes in. And Love that's that. why I'm like, mm -hmm. I think airplane mode is like just the way. Yeah, that's great in man. regards to that. So this, 
back to the tools. So regardless of my morning, um, I, wherever I'm at, I'm coming to self, uh, self referral. I'm, I'm looking inward. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm drinking water before coffee, <laughs> before anything, I'm drinking water. I'm using my tools, Sage Palo Santo, Hoppe. I've sat, I sit morning and evening. I will sit in meditation with Hoppe and, and ground and let that, and use that tool um, to center and connect with source and move any energy that needs to be moved from the, uh, from, the from sleep or um, from the day that I've just had. Uh, so sitting in, in reverence to source and then moving my body, whether it's three sun salutations, um, 20 pushups, something to start the circulation, mm-hmm. get the circulation going. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot. Yeah. I think that's something that should really be honed in, you know, yeah. it's just a little moving group, just some lubrication throughout the body. Yeah. And then, uh, finally being outside, getting either sunshine or just connecting to some fresh air, stepping out on the porch, uh, just sitting and hearing the wind, whatever it is that can connect us to, to mother earth. I, you know, some folks don't have the advantage of the beautiful Austin January. Um, so we have to make the best of what we've got, uh, whether it's snowy outside, whether it's raining, go and go and appreciate what the day looks like before we go and start being productive for sure. And it can be on a micro level, you know, you could have a plant that you just sit with. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, like going out on the trail. I mean, that's great, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be this big thing. Mm -hmm. And, and then just to like play back into the altar. Um, like when I was traveling quite a bit for highline trips, I would just take a few powerful pieces from my altar and then just set it up for Mm -hmm. myself even if it's just like I'm connecting with that for just mm-hmm. a few minutes. It's just the intention exactly. behind tuning myself to who I'm becoming. Yeah, exactly. Um, that I felt was super important. And connecting with God and the divine and knowing that like I'm not alone as mm-hmm. I go throughout my day and my life. I'm mm-hmm. always supported. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that uh it's very exciting and I I'm so grateful for my new morning routine because it's pulled me back to center. And like I, I saw, I was able to do so much with breathe balance, but I recognized very quickly how susceptible I was to burnout, uh, from holding so much space without routine, without structure. So now I, now I'm stepping into that power of choosing, cultivating my structure, the structure that makes the most sense for my dreams. And it's empowering me, man. Like, like I said, look at these couple of days, just sitting in a new morning routine, uh, the past 48 hours has, has changed my vibration. It's raised my vibration and I've come back to center. So I'm really thrilled. I'm really thrilled to collaborate. Yeah, man. I'm excited too. It's it's really sweet how this is coming together and it seems, um, you know, it's just the beginning of this brotherhood and Mm -hmm. this soul bond and, Mm-hmm. you know, like workshops that we're going to put together and lives that we're going to impact and also ways in which we're going to transform and apply what we're teaching to our own lives. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of um, those that create these, these workshops and all of this content in a way they're doing it because they feel like they need it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the accountability piece. I'm 100% me. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's been medicine for me as I've gone through. I feel like I've been the student to, you know, to the transformational program. And it was a way of holding myself accountable and like really driving home the lessons that I had learned over the last few months and leveling up so that I could go and level up and then bring new medicine to the table. It's my, that's my mission is to just keep sharing the elixir and coming, you know, every, every day, the hero's journey and just going and finding out what, what is going to take me further on my journey, what yeah. is going to help me build my dreams and then bringing that back and sharing it. Totally. Everybody, everybody out there is in their journey and there are always, there's always somebody a couple of steps behind where you are waiting for that medicine, waiting for somebody to show them. Uh, and that's my inspiration is there's always somebody that in need of the medicine that you have. So go and use your voice, go and be heard because somebody can use what you've experienced um, and somebody can heal from it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you take the medicine and then you feel call the call to administer the medicine, you know, you learn how to lead yourself. So then in turn you can lead others. And that's why it's so important to focus on filling your cup. And that's what this is all about. This morning routine, this set of rituals is energizing yourself. So not only do you feel, um, you know, so powerful throughout your day, but then you're also embodying this, this high vibrational energy and other people are going to be attracted to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's potent stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Medicine for many. Yeah. Medicine for many. Just not for me. Including me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So where can people find you, Brian? Oh, um, well, I've got my personal account on Instagram, brian.bounds. And then that sounds, bounds sounds a lot like balance, ironically, um, or not uh, I guess it makes a lot of sense then there's breathe balance so breathe underscore 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 balance and then I've got breathe dash balance.com and that's where folks can learn about retreats coming up and hop into our network where we'll be providing a platform for folks that are you know up and coming or already like coaches to to execute their own retreats and we're basically going to be helping folks that want to run a retreat to provide a lot of that structure for them so uh, that's why I'm really excited to be tapped in this uh, this year with fit for service because I know so many people have medicine that needs to be shared and I just want to champion them I just want to go and support as much as I can Uh, and so we'll have handfuls and handfuls of opportunities uh, through Breathe Balance, which including virtual workshops, um, men's and women's circles, Mindset Monday is public weekly, uh, and then uh, retreats, which I'm in, in the midst of putting together the next six months of retreats. And then, uh, yeah, my personal account, I share a lot of writing there. I share my personal journey. And uh, I've got by Brian Bounds coming up, which is going to be a place for my art. Uh, I've been yearning to have a container for specifically my writing, my poetry, painting and, and projects like that. So just distilling all of yeah, my platforms, sure. right? It's like I've, for so long, it's all just been Brian Bounds. It doesn't make sense to me. I have so many facets that 
it felt confusing to me. And now I'm starting to build these different platforms where I can go and do my, my separate work and it makes a lot more sense. And then home cocktailian, that's the virtual happy hour, uh, business that I, I have, uh, for, you know, for folks that want to have uh, more engagement in their, their business zoom, uh, meetings and families and friends that want to learn cocktails, mocktails. Uh, I'm going to roll out a series for juicing and smoothies. Uh, and I'm pretty excited about that to bring wellness to the table of home cocktailian as well. Uh, and and really mix it up. So homecocktailian.com is a way it's putting bartenders back to work from home. That's been a really great adventure for me this last year as well. And that business in particular was the mirror that showed me a lot of my personal pain. It was my first business that I ever started uh, upon COVID. And it showed me a lot of my scarcity patterning. It showed me my need for validation outside of myself that kept me from making power moves in my business um, it showed me, it showed me a lot <laughs> it, and also showed me a tendency to abandon. And, uh, I, I stood up to abandonment and nearly left home cocktailing in the dust because I had this old pattern of running and, um, and fleeing because I didn't want to face some of these shadow components. And so I've, I'm so grateful for that project. Um, although I've left the bar space working in cocktail bars i've left that space now i get to utilize my talents my skill set uh, my knowledge my network to uh, build more engaging more mindful uh, practice around throwing a party having a good time so it's been super fun for me so homecocktailian.com cool yeah, yeah a lot of places people can find you. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> dude. well dude and thank you so much this yeah. has been so cool what a journey like for us, like already, you know, my brother, like we're, we're just scratched the surface. For sure. And we're diving in like super quick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for coming on. So much love. Yeah. Just no. getting my brother. For sure. For sure. Namasteezy. Uh, Namasteezy. <laughs> thank you again, everyone, for tuning into this episode. If you feel engaged and desire to connect with our ritual reboot and reclamation of your morning course. It will be out at the end of the month. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram or continue to talk about it on the podcast. And until then, much love. Thank you for everything and have a wonderful rest of your week.